An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. our society from hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of great belief. It has been those Australians who have worked hard every day. They have their dreams, they have their aspirations. Ryan singing on our countdown. So it was one of those quiet Australians with a great victory tonight. This week, the last two weeks at all, I'm feeling pretty damn low. Uh, I think this is a shit house year, Chris. It 2020. I know I'm not Pat Maloney, right? <laughs> it hasn't been good, Stephen. And I think you were irritable theorising that the year would just be underlined as bad yeah. if you get a Trump victory. No, no, no. Let's lead up in timeline, shall we? We've had such a rough year, right? Finances have dropped, the markets are... Well, the markets are doing pretty good, aren't they? <laughs> Travellers down, you know, the food options are pretty shortened these days. Then imagine if we got a Melbourne East Grand Final uh, and then a week later Trump went to victory. Uh, I mean, what sort of year would it be? That would be the cherry, wouldn't it? That's a bad year. <laughs> that's a bad year. And in saying so, I'll just give one last uh, glimmer of hope. We'll talk about that coach pretty soon. Gee, that looks good. <laughs> Is that because you're still a mathematical possibility? I think that you are, actually. <laughs> no. Really? No. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> so, uh, it's all music today. I mean, the intro there, of course, is from 1987, a band called Flotsam Jetsam. Flotsam and Jetsam. Who was in that? They were a star-studded lineup, weren't they? They were indeed. The keyboard player used to play with David Byrne. The singer didn't play with anybody else. Wow. <laughs> but the singer had a particular knack of singing backwards. <laughs> yes, he did. What was he saying forwards? He's a technician. He's a geek. He's a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sensitive topic and, for Stephen Dennis. Yeah, I and, mean, and, you, you remember when Ozzy Osbourne went up for, you know, subliminal yeah, messages. Yeah, yeah. Flotsam Jetsam were disgraced in Australia for what and they that's were when I started encouraging the youth to do. A tinfoil hat. Because <laughs> I knew there were messages coming from into outer space. Coming and in. you're saying them backwards. I do have a dear friend, Pod. Hi, Pod. Um, let's cast a pod. Um, he can say, Nines, wide world of sport. Sure. He can say that exact phrase yes. backwards. Whoa. So you record on your phone and you reverse it. Right. You'll say it backwards. I don't think Billy Birmingham can do that. <laughs> <laughs> and our special guest today, uh, former director of Newtown Rugby League Club, uh, former head of NRL Digital, current second Canberra Raider, banana in the room, Dave Ray. Good afternoon to you. Afternoon, Stephen. <laughs> Chris, Dennis, wonderful, wonderful to be here with you today. Can you say wild world of, world of sports in your voice? I can say wide world of sports. That's right. There's actually a thing going around, wide, wide world of synths. You oh, really? That? Yeah, yeah. Really? I think that'd be up your tree. I'm reading, you know, classic <laughs> pop, that magazine? Yes. You know, eclectic, electronic 80s. I'm reading... Is that your middle names? Yes. I am reading their, their feature. Birth certificate. Their feature on synth pop. Synth pop. And, you know, it Depeche all... Mode. Yeah, well, it all starts with Kraftwerk. Of course. And Giorgio Moroder. Not Yellow Magic Orchestra? No, it doesn't Come start. On, it's an English-centric magazine. Are you picking up but factual it, But it just errors, goes, it just goes from there. And Did, you know who figures big in all this? Uh, Bowie. Sparks. <laughs> Sparks. I love Sparks. The duo. Yeah, the, the, duo the idea yeah, of the yeah, duo yeah. sort of began with Sparks. What was their surname again? Uh, the Male Brothers. Male Brothers. Russell yeah. and Ron. Russell, yes, right, yeah. Beautiful, Did you pick up they? any factual errors in the article? 
Uh, Have you sent corrections? <laughs> it's a very thick tone. Chris, did you know that they're just about to release yet again a 2020 version of Blue Monday by New Order? Terrific. That's Hit what we need. Field. Yes. <laughs> Here's a bit, Dave. I don't know if you know this piece of trivia, but every time Blue Monday ever gets discussed, because of the die cut methodology that Peter Saville, the graphic artist, came yes, up for the record yep, sleeve, Factory, yep, yep. Factory Records lost about 50p on every copy of the 12-inch single they released because of the expense of the cover. Yeah. And that wasn't good for them because it was the most successful 12-inch single of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but we're still talking about the artwork. And we're talking about a 2020 version. But that's wonderful because that's a lot like modern-day music. You know, Spotify, um, they announced the other day the hundredth dollar given to a musician over their 18 years. The hundredth dollar. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, they could redo it Blue Sunday if the Roosters and Melbourne get into that final. But, but if we're going down this route of, you know, being fire-ups quite Australian, we just don't talk rugby league, can I share with you gentlemen something I've done recently? By all means. That's what we're here for. Is, are there photos? No, I don't no, want to no. see. <laughs> so I just, and it's, I'm behind because I'm busy. Uh, I've just listened to the BBC One podcast, 13 Minutes to the Moon done by Kevin Fong, who was a medico with NASA, and he's gone out 50 years anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing and interviewed the astronauts, the people in Mission Control, all the people that made it happen. We weren't there. We weren't there. <laughs> I, was at, I was at school. I think, I think that, well, maybe they sent us home. I just can't remember. I was at school, yeah. And the 13 minutes refers to the fact that when the Eagle has separated from the Columbia and they light the ignition engine, it took the Eagle, the lunar excursion module or LEM, 13 minutes to get to the lunar surface. Chris, wait, no, how long did it take to get back again? Um, I think it's actually a bit quicker. Yeah, and they had it fuel for about four more seconds. So the, it, it is absolutely fascinating because yeah. it, it, there were 12 episodes, and episode 11 is you actually hear the audio from Capcom point of view, which was Charlie Duke, who flew on Apollo 16, and you hear everything that was done. So for the first five minutes, there was so much unexpected static that what Houston had to do was speak to Michael Collins in the command module to relay instructions to Armstrong and Aldrin and get it back. Then in the middle part of the descent, they got the program alarms, which was basically the computer saying, I have too much to think about. And a 26-year-old <laughs> gentleman made the call, we're able to continue to land. Give me that computer that's about the same chip as a Nokia. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know, the, the iPhone has millions of more times processing power. That chip. Yeah, Papua New Guinea national sport of... Rugby League national sport of Papua New Guinea. Only, mate. Yeah. And then, of course, the, 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 they were concerned that they were slightly overshooting and Aldrin took over the controls and they were very concerned about fuel. So was it manual? Like, was it was it landing on auto? Was the computer yes. landing it and then he took over control yep. because they were overshooting? And there was some sort of disturbance in the tranquility sea. He had to go further than he was hoping for, wasn't So it? they were just coming down slightly too quickly than yeah. what they said. And the guidance yeah. computer, originally they're, the guys actually are not in seats, they're sort of sort of upright yeah. and they're looking down at the lunar surface then the guidance computer tips it up 90 degrees and as they were coming down they could see that they were going to overshoot the intended place and there was a big crater yeah so armstrong says manual override i'm going to fly this baby yeah. that's why he's the boss that's right he's the boss and then gene Kranz, the flight controller says right nothing but fuel because they realized they were uh, the guy says well i don't want to call it critical but it's low yeah and so they're just calling out 60 seconds of fuel, 30 seconds of fuel. Then they have these big, long things that contact the lunar surface. Man, man. And they go contact, kicking up some dust. Um, 
How are you, you? How are you sitting? Well, You're I, nervous, I, I, right? was, I was sweating. <laughs> and, and then right at the end, you get uh, tranquilly based the eagles landed. It wasn't tranquil at all. Yeah. And the guy so goes, "This is 13 minutes of sheer the whole incredible depends on that 13 minutes." And, and at the, and the end, the, the Charlie Duke goes, "Thanks very much, Eagle. You got a lot of guys turning blue. We can all breathe again, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. It is absolutely absorbing and fascinating. And they had like 19 seconds of fuel left. It took them 13 minutes to go down. And I am proud to announce that we here at Fire Ups Quite Australia, in honour of that series, are releasing our own podcast series. Yes. It's called 13 Minutes on GIO Stadium. Yes. It's about Sonny Bill Williams and the amazing 13 minutes that he turned in in the Roosters. Chris, Canberra I class. was hopping on my seat with anticipation even before that 30 minutes started. And that 30 minutes was, was a ride of terror, excitement, thrill. There will, it was, be, there it will was be an ABC arousing. version, It was which everything is... you want from 30 minutes that shook the world. Exactly. 30 right. minutes on Bruce Stadium will be the, uh, the alternate. Uh, now the truth, please, Dave. Did you watch that 30 minutes? I, I did, and look, I was mesmerised. I mean, <laughs> when, when, Steve, you talked before about the, the financial markets at the moment, we talk about COVID and bushfires and climate change. You can honestly see the futures market going up and down every time the camera goes on Sunny Bill. It's like, futures up, futures up, away we go. And then, yeah, like the Australian dollar lost a cent the moment he walked off the field. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would have seen it the other way around. I, to me, he looked like a chook without a head. <laughs> did he not? Apart from when he got a, he took a knee. He, he took a knee. It was his first touch. It was his first touch. He took a knee and offload. Well, and th in fact, there will be 12 episodes. One entire episode is devoted to that offload pass. To that descent. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's as right. Yeah, yeah. As Batty it, In fact, he was down. an analogy for um, the eagle. And like the Eagle, they were concerned that Sonny Bill might actually sink into the yeah. surface of Canberra Stadium. And did but he it was have okay. a, a Black Lives Matter? Well, no, I don't think Well, there's did. quite a connection, though, because, you know, GI Stadium is not that far from Tidbin Billa. Right, of and course. We're, we're, so, you know, everything works around that way. And, and you know the trivia about that was that everyone goes, oh, the dish, parks, dot, dot, dot. But the parks uh, signal was upside down, correct? And they had to switch to Tidbin Billa to get the picture of uh, Armstrong coming down the ladder. Actually, Siding Springs. Thank you. They were yeah. always going to use Sunny Springs. N not honey, yeah, not honey. Oh, sorry, not Honeysuckle honey. Creek. Honeysuckle honey Creek. Honey. Honeysuckle <laughs> Creek. What did I say? <laughs> Honeysuckle Creek. The dish from Honeysuckle Creek was the actual dish. It's now been relocated to Titbin Billa because right. NASA have closed yeah, Honeysuckle right. Creek and, down. And that's probably the, the one and only thing Canberra's ever contributed to the world, right? Pretty much. Well, two and from, three. <laughs> apart from the Raiders. Like, obviously, well, you know, what about the church? Well, the church, Midnight Oil. Yeah. We can put a claim on Midnight Oil. No, yeah. you can't. Tim and Gav went to Barker and Wurunga, no. Tara. Tim Rogers they from your formed, They formed at ANU. They went to ANU. They formed at ANU. Yeah. Well, sorry. No, you, you travel through, you are one of us. Yeah, I am one of you. Yeah. But, but I've had no bones to pick with you. But there were 400,000 people involved in the original Project Apollo, and I'll not refer to Redemption Day 20, uh, Resumption Day 28th of May 2020. I talk about the original lunar landing. Did any actually appear in both? Uh, there's, there's, there, there is a little bit of an overlap. <laughs> yeah. Wayne Pierce, uh, Michael Collins, uh, who was in the command module, was a special consultant on Project Apollo with Junior, yep. Wayne Bennett, uh, Trent Robinson. So suddenly it's all making sense. Project Apollo, 50 years ago, correct? The Apollo Moon mission. Yep. The whole purpose was getting that well, baby on the moon. Whereas now, Project Apollo, NRL style, the whole thing, yeah, there's that 13-minute descent to the moon. The whole purpose of Project was Apollo was 13 minutes correct. of Sonny Bill Williams yeah. on Bruce Stadium. 400,000 people, Project Apollo originally, 400,000 people involved in bringing Sonny Bill and to about a bit over 300,000 watched on Fox. No, and 400,000 people in Canberra. Right. So wow. the population of the, the population. Whoa. So the other, one of the yeah, other yeah. episodes will go a deep dive into the fact that the the final Fox League figures are out which includes Go Now and KO. 468,000 viewers so far. So we're looking for 99.5 million rough 
missing. Uh, missing from the Dean Ritchie hundred million dollars. Wasn't, there, million wasn't there hundred million dollars of you know eyeball advertising? Thirty-two revenue. Thirty-two, 32 million. million. Thirty-two. Is that all? Whereas for the it for may the... have been, but you know if you were an international, you know, you know that little big in Japan. You know, Papua New Guinea, some resident in Ohio going, geez, how many people can't wait? And you're tuning it on. And, of course, the way rugby league runs itself, shoots itself in the foot. You're watching, you're waiting, everyone's going, is he going to come on? Because I was looking to see him get hurt. <laughs> Am I a bad person? <laughs> really? Because I, my belief is that every time a rugby league player goes to union, they shine because, well, it's easier. You know, Softer. Play more room to run around and show your wares. Come back, you get smashed, right? I was waiting for that moment when he got smashed. Now, it didn't happen, of course. No, he did get smashed, but the second best thing happened, Steve. You know what happened to Sonny Bill? What? He got gassed. He got gassed? Yes. He looked completely lost. Like, like there was already a line and he didn't fit anywhere. Well, were were you hoping that he, he would have been like one of the great rugby union converts, that he was the new Brett Papworth? <laughs> he, he was trying to show his commitment early though defensively because he was racing up out of the line trying to tackle anything breaking the line yeah that's yeah. right and as buzz rothfield so beautifully put it uh, last night on nrl 360 he said he looked like an exit missile which i think <laughs> which, which is which is the lesser known version of what was involved exorcist. in the Por- in the falklands war in the iraq con- yes, uh, yes. that was the iraq thing was it was no the exocet the exocet was the uh, airborne missile that sunk the belgrano in, Fork- yeah. in the falklands and, and war i'm assuming the heat seeking as well as radar as well as i think they're just radar is, is, is that bluetooth Exocet. Uh, 82, they probably didn't have Bluetooth. They might have had a red iPhone. Because that was when Def Leppard were singing about red iPhones. And you know, you know, the Rupert, YouTube version. And Rupert Murdoch says the only headline he's ever, ever regretted was the gotcha on the sun when the Belgrano sang. Which is oh, a geez. very, the only very one. hard the only one. <laughs> the only one. Everything else, fine. So can we brand this as a major disappointment for the Roosters? Not in the slightest. Look, so he's, he's on 150,000. For the four games. Yeah, good for That's him. 37,500 per game, yeah. 13 minutes. That comes out at $2,884.62 a minute, roughly $50 a second. Difficult trying times where most people are suffering. 50 bucks a second. So just think Jesus 50, Christ. 100, 152. Yeah. That, that's yeah. the Sunny Bill yeah. rate. Yeah. Now, if we're not taking it by time, if we're taking it by work rate, um, he got four hit ups, five tackles, one offload. Let's call those his stats. That's 3,750 per stat. 11 fantasy points, 3,500 per fantasy point. Mm. <laughs> this is money very well spent, clearly. The Roosters have done yeah. a great job. Great job. Yeah, you yeah. haven't answered the question yet, Dennis. Are you in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> I've answered it three times. Why are you denying it? Yes. I'm just wondering out loud. Yeah. So, I mean, you, 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 we all watched it. Uh, and the broader co- context was, is Canberra legitimate in this 2020 NRL season because you, you've had your difficulties. It looks like you threw a lot at the Roosters and they threw it right back at you. How did you guys see it? Well, let's let's go to Ricky, who's, who's straight up said, I scored two try from kicks. You know, they, they had one line break. You've got the Premiers, one line break. So we're up there. Okay, one line break, that was the deal. 18-6, nothing. We scored it for a kick. You know, as far as footy goes, they're right up there. Yeah, and look, I, I have the ad- embarrassing disadvantage in my house of being the father of a 17-year-old rational child <laughs> who sits there and explains to me, look, I, I think we have to be realistic, Dad. Uh, mm-hmm. Why? And he goes, well, we've lost to the Roosters, Melbourne, Parramatta and Penrith. Yeah. And I'm like, go to your room. <laughs> does, this, does this rational child also say, Dad, the referee can't hear you? Yeah. On the TV. Well, he also gets annoyed and said, look, stop criticising Brayton Astor. I know he's not a doctor. <laughs> well, th- that was also Ricky Stewart in the post-match presser was asked, 
yeah, vis-a-vis Josh Papali. And I think the good news is on the AC joint that it was an AC-DC joint and he's able to play. But um, <laughs> uh, he's, he was asked the question by the press, are you concerned about Josh Papali's shoulder? And Ricky thought about it and he came back and he goes, concerned. The words, the words were, <laughs> how concerned are you? That's right. And he came back with... Concern, <laughs> and then if you <laughs> on a level of, on, a, on a scale of zero to concern, yeah, he's, he's no Banjo Patterson. Oh, he is. What do you mean, Banjo? It's wisdom in few words. It's yes. beautiful. But yes. didn't he whisper after that? I'm not a doctor. Because... <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, you're smiling. I am, Stephen. The Tigers. Can you sing a few lines of your of your song? Um, it's the eye of the tiger. It's the, you know, <laughs> is that um, your theme song? Is it? Well, <laughs> you know, th- this is the trouble when you merge. You know, all those old-timey songs. I yeah. think uh, the Balmain Tigers was to the tune of Bizet's Carmen, I think. <laughs> Here come the tigers. It no longer plays in the, in the joint venture. It's, it's no Les Gock, yeah. we are the green machine. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we've sort of devolved to Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. And uh, it's a little upsetting because in the mid-'90s when we were the Sydney Tigers, those two wonderful years, 95 and 96, they actually came up with their own unique theme song, Stripes Across My Heart. Oh, I like it. Oh. I like it too, but... Wings. It would be insulting to our Wings masters, by i.e. Western suburbs, to try and revive that's, that That's song. very ferry across the Mersey. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. <laughs> mm. I have it on... Stripes? They had a place for magpies, well, surely. Sorry? Magpies are stripes, sort of, don't well, they? Well, yeah, yeah, Collingwood, yeah. Splashy, but sort yeah. of... Anyway. Collingwood magpies, yes, anyway, but you <laughs> haven't merged with them, have you? No, no. no. That's but only in rugby league, the musical. Yeah. That, yeah. Correct. No, <laughs> during the semi-final period, magpies are just too busy swooping people. I don't bother going to the final. That's right, but I have it on single. Yeah, Maybe I'll bring it in one day. So you I'm smiling. to Lotto Land. Yes. Which well, was, I wasn't there. No, but unusually. my experience last year I with was. the finals is that Lotto Land is a great place for a final. I don't know about for, for a regular game. How did it feel? I thought you were about to say it's a great place for a fight because it was right it's in front of you. It's a great place for a fight too, yeah. <laughs> the drunken patrons got a little oh, bit of a yeah. mobile riding. phone. Yeah. <laughs> so you won Dewey. Yes. In the last second. Wow. Well, well, Den- Dennis was there. I mean, what was the atmosphere like, Dennis? <laughs> the atmosphere, it was like a balloon had a needle put into it about 90 seconds from the end. Out. It was a remarkable game. The first half was actually a lot of fun. As an independent observer, it was a lot of fun, the game. Manly were all over them. So you say about the winning with, what, 30% ball? No NRL team can win, NRL team can win with 32% of the 32%. ball, except the West Tigers. In the first 12 minutes, they'd had one set, yeah. and that was a lost ball. Yeah. So, so they hadn't had a single tackle in 12 minutes, and Manly were 12 Well, I, I think the actual tackle count when Manly went up 8-0 and restarted was like, and the, they had another set, it was 54-8. to eight. Yeah. So that was, that was a preponderance so, of possession, and then we... Found our way back, and I think you'll find with 12 minutes to go, we trail by 16 but points. What was the yes. magic? Uh, who, who, who was re- the cause of the turnaround? Who's your hero? Uh, look, I mean, I don't want to get all analytical, but... Just a tad. Uh, look, I thought, I thought Luke Brooks, who has actually confirmed today or yesterday that Madge Maguire says, you are our future, and he goes, so I now have clarity that I am here as of now. Um, <laughs> Uh, Luke Brooks started he to lives p- in the moment. play a bit of footy, run mm. hard. He's got a big head, hasn't yeah. he? But obviously... <laughs> but obviously can we, can we also head. point out about 20 minutes from the end, Manly, Manly lost three outside backs. Yes. So they've got forwards playing in the outside backs. Yeah, that, there, were, there was a reshuffle. There, so there was a little reshuffle. There was a so reshuffle. But, but Fanua Blake and Tapao had returned to the fray and suddenly Manly were looking good and they got the big lead. Our totem is David Nofaluma. Yeah. I mean, okay. if he's not in the origin, I'm no um, Have you uh, got a hat? Pundit. You'll eat it? Yeah, yeah I'll eat it. <laughs> Sorry, origin bolter? Yeah, origin bolter, yeah. Smoky. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but, uh, obviously Adam Dewey had a terrific night out, two tries including the AFL, <laughs> dare I say it, take to 
seal the game. And kicking under enormous pressure from the sideline with Manly fans absolutely giving it to the kid. But Which the kid? Manly fans, again, Do the we? Manly fans giving it to him. Yeah. All their hours. Lolly legs. Yeah. Come on, Manly. No, no, didn't you hear <laughs> the audio? Right? They, they, did you hear the audio of this, Dave? No, no, I haven't heard so it. So the, the first sideline conversion he took where the ball actually fell off the mound, there was a guy right behind him on the fence going, mate, mate, it's pointing too far to the left. You've got to take it to the right. <laughs> the right. And, and then it, was that Brayton Astor? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm a mathematics major. Uh, it might have been Megan Barnard, actually, I think. And then, and then it fell off the mound and he re-puts it. He goes... Mate, now it's pointing too far to the right. You've got to bring it back to the left. That is good. And, and he kicks it and he turns around, <laughs> blank stare, and then just a little smile comes across his face. And all the pressure came off because apparently Moses Mbai, who had a good job in the uh, number one jersey at fullback, had yeah. said, I'm a bit tight in the hammies. Adam, you've got to kick. It was a game day decision. Wow. Not everyone was there, though. So Dewey was Dewey dumped by South or, or did he walk for another reason? What's, what's the story there? The, the trail it, it, pushed it, him out. It, it, well, he, and he, look where they are now. He made the decision yeah. that there was no room oh, for me. Because he was only going to get centre money. He wanted a fullback Correct. Money. And we all want fullback money. <laughs> I want fullback money. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is quite Australia. Well, could we Have just we quickly more? talk about one more thing about that game? Oh, which how one? could I forget the most important moment of the game was, okay, it's generally considered, I think, a club rule that every player committed to the team has to sit in the sideline and, and watch in their suit generally. Am I correct there? Club colours of some sort. Club colours, yeah. What happened, Chris? Well, um, Russell Packer and Josh Reynolds... Is this the same Russell Packer that openly weed on Lang Park in a show of disrespect? Well, AGSM graduate? I don't think he was. He turned his life around. Yeah. Courtesy of the Dragons. Courtesy of the Dragons. Russell's been on a journey. But look, uh, if if Lang Park can be pissed on by Don McKinnon, if it's good enough for Don McKinnon, it's good enough for Russell Packer, I'm with him. I'm with him. Uh, And Joshy Reynolds, who's, let's face it, he's had quite the year. They both absented themselves in the second half. Now, the cynics would say... Absented themselves. Left the environs of Lotto Land. Was there an announcement a la Elvis Presley? (laughs) (laughs) So all of a sudden there was a horn fanfare. Reynolds and Packer have (laughs) left the building. Can you imagine the sound? Now, now Dennis, you got some intel that Packer, in fact, went to his car? That wasn't my intel. That yes. was your intel. No, no, I, I, oh, no, I, 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 I had intel. seen that earlier today that apparently, according to reports, that they had the uh, the session as a team today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, the phrase, it's not his go, yes. was mentioned <laughs> at any point. But, yeah, ultimately, apparently, Russell Packer went out to the car, yeah. watched it on his phone because the cold weather affects the arthritis in his foot. Jesus. Right. Whereas Josh Reynolds is alleged to have left the ground altogether. Right. In well, okay. support mm-hmm. so, of the arthritis yeah. in his foot. Yeah. So, yeah. so both are explicable. First of all, the kid's got to look after his condition. Of course. And secondly, Josh Reynolds, like the rest of us, had been so influenced by all the hype, he had to get home to see Sonny Bill. 13 minutes. That's mm-hmm. right. 13 minutes of hype. I also thought it was potentially the PTSD by the fact that the players were told to drive their cars there. And as we know... The premise is that you've got to be on the bus. Not with the so, Tigers anymore, uh, man. Well, I mean, that, that kind of, you can't shock the system that much and think that few people aren't going to go yeah, silly. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is all about self-determination and getting rid of the Cleary era. And so a number of players have had to get driver's licenses as a result of this because no West Tigers player is allowed on a bus <laughs> under any way, shape or form going forward. Oh, why is that? Because they're not in the Because it's a Cleary thing. Because Cleary on the bus. Because Cleary has the pink party bus out yeah. of Penrith getting yeah. arrested for covid Breaches. Right. So much for the bubble. As, as I always say, it was all very good for Ivan to say get on the bus. It's just that he got off at Penrith Stadium. That's, that's, I still haven't right. forgiven him. And, of course, Dean Young famously came out with a line the other night. 
That's why he didn't get the job as the St George coach, which they, I think we're about to come to after the break. Yeah, about buses. Because he said that we need to get all parts of the, all parts of the club together on the bus, and you could see the interview committee just marking his paper. Yeah, <laughs> bus reference gone. Jeez, <laughs> oh, uh, I'm feeling hungry, Chris. Let's come back. We will. Quite Australia Volume Two. But you know what? We, this we are, you know what more? we're going to do here. We got more. What are we going to do here? Dennis, you uh, have yep. a new album out. Oh yes. Oh, it's not that new. It's uh, I've released some of the original songs from Rugby League the Musical. Um, boy, what are we going to play? I don't have a clue what Just to play. Just pick a track and we'll play okay, it. You know, I'm going to play... This is my, my favourite song off the album. Oh, it's probably it. the least popular. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's about a journeyman, Luke Burt. And when I was asked to write it, I was commissioned to write a song for his retirement. And I, I write, you know, try and find funny things about people. <laughs> I, I interviewed so many people. I went around the joint, the whole joint at Parramatta, mm. to find funny, stories. damning stories Anecdotes. about him. Yeah. And there was... Nothing. Is this like Andrew Abdo? Absolutely, very much like nothing. That. No funny story. So I did the uh, went, went went ancient Greek. Did a mock epic. So that's what this one is. Wonderful. We'll be back in just a moment. With quite Australia. Straight after Dennis Carnahan's Ballad of Luke Burt. Ballad of Luke Burt. He came from the north many years ago, with eyes almost blue and hair of gold. A golden child, 17 years old Just a boy 71 kilos is all Bertie Wade The third skinniest debutante to play first grade Built more like a two-iron or a jockey, they said He's just a boy He's just a boy his teammates would talk about cars and romance But Bertie just talked about Spongebob Squarepants The old players wondered how he'd have a chance They'd say, he's just a boy He's just a boy He loved to play fullback But he was stuck on the wing Behind Hodgson, Shafovsky and Wade McKinnon He got his chance in 07 but his knee gave in Just a boy He's just a boy He never played for the Blues or the Kangaroos Though his feet, they were swift and his boots, it was true He played all his career wearing the gold and the blue just a boy, he's just a boy. Big Wendell declared him unsledgeable, while his speed made his runs indefensible. Off the field, he was always so sensible, but still just a boy. He's just a boy. He doesn't dress like a Scoring record, no more will they say He's just a boy He's just a boy 
He's not just a boy. Not just a boy. Thank you very much, Dennis Carnahan. What a great song, The Ballad of Luke Burt. Now, I'm feeling really hungry, and sometimes, as I said last week, uh, you know, a la Sinatra style, I the but favourite food of the whole world is Italian. Everybody does, nobody, no one dislikes Italian. If you go to get a pizza, Dennis, what type of pizza, not brand, what type of pizza do you like? Capricciosa. Nice uh, and simple. Yes, yes. Just a bit of mushroom, a yeah. bit of pepperoni, a bit yeah. of uh, capsicum, a bit of olive. No artichoke? No, not necessarily. No, you, you, you could. Capriccio, caprese, some people call it. It's, yes, it's yes. a pretty... It, it's a fairly broad church, the Caprese. You, Dave? Uh, I, I tend to be more of a supreme person, but avoid anchovies at all costs. Avoid anchovies. I love anchovies. Mm. Well, I will get to you in a minute. Okay. Uh, uh, well, who are you? you? What's your favourite? I'm a gambari, uh, prawn. Oh, gambari. Gambari. Nice. Uh, is, that, is that because they're sort of red and white stripes like the dragon? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or they bottom, bottom feeders. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of rocket on top. I like a bit of rocket, you know. Uh, and uh, what are you, Chris? Because I know you're a big pizza fan. Pepperoni and pineapple, Stephen. And as you know... One cooling, one hot uh, heating. That's right, yeah. Maybe a bit of chilli thrown in. And as you know, Doughboy Pizza have come on as a sponsor of Fire Ups Quite Australia. I do know that. And I'm already all in on this, guys. So Is that I, something knocking the door with pizza? Yeah. Well, you talk about hungry. I After we finish recording this podcast, I'm going home. I've got four mates coming over. And have a guess what we're going to do. Well, I think you've pre-ordered already, Doughboy. Yes. I think be- you've lined it up. Because we're going to watch the replay of West Tigers versus Manly Ringer from last Saturday. Yay. And, uh, oh, so we shouldn't, we shouldn't tell you the result then. <laughs> short, short-term memory. Rugby league, watching your team is infinitely better when you know the result and you've won. Oh, 100%. It's just it's particularly, particularly when you get behind. I thought you were going to say with a pizza. So the four mates coming. I have pre-ordered. You go to the doughboypizza.com.au website. Yeah. Uh, you work out whether you're in the delivery area, be Bondi North, Bondi Artarman. You can select your pizzas. You can customise them. You've got the thin and crispy classic Are they base. got an app? They've got an app. I Yay. hope they've got an app. <laughs> Spelt or, uh, of course, gluten-free. Ooh. And then this is really exciting. You can edit your pizza. So my partner, not a big fan of garlic, and she yeah. loves a margarita. Right. And she likes a vegetarian pizza. Uh, and isn't, isn't margarita or garlic pizza? <laughs> so isn't that she's tomato? So we've sauce. edited the pizza, no garlic oil. So that's Basils. how precise Doughboy can be. So we are going to have footy, yeah. Doughboy, Ultimate Joy, yeah. Tigers 34, Manly 32, doughboypizza.com.au, yeah. get on board. 33. If you enter in the code fire up, yep. caps or lowercase Dave. 20% off. 20%? And it works. Wow. I've exclam- already done it. It's already ordered. 715 is arriving tonight. Exclamation point? If or just fire up? No, no exclamation point. If you order five pizzas, one's free. That, exactly How right. How about that? It's See, my mathematics are as good as yours, Dennis. And, that's, <laughs> and, and just so When it comes to discount, that's your Scottish heritage, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> well, just to point out how cheap I am, you notice I mentioned four mates. <laughs> They're all chipping in. And there is there's a capriccioso on there with double smoked ham, sauteed yeah. mushrooms, yeah. roasted capsicum, calamata olives topped with pesto and fresh calamata, basil. Lovely. And the, the yes. tuto with the lot there, yeah. The and you have the option to delete the anchovies. Is it? You can edit your pizza. And, and we will be over the balance of the season. We're going to come up with uh, a prize, a fifty dollar pizza voucher. Voucher. Name your favourite NRL pizza. At the moment, they've only got the. Who's that dude that used to play for Carlton and West Coast? Judd. Some guy, AFL, something yeah, like Chris that. Chris Judd. They've oh, got a Judd. So come up with your NRL 3 pizza. I mean, automatically you think about the Bennett and what might be on it. 
It'd be lean. Mm. It'd be thin, and crispy. Very thin and crispy. Yeah. <laughs> if you ask, if you ask yeah. what's on it, it'd be, he'd yeah. tell you one story and it'd yeah. arrive with a whole bunch of other things. One ingredient. Still, we could talk about Doughboy Pete forever, Stephen, and that would be avoiding Can I just the say, hot off the press news. I remember when uh, Fox News first broke through and this uh, term culture wars developed over a period of time. Left or right, conservative, liberal, you know, red or blue. Which team you different ter- Which team? Uh, and it was those that were, we thought were forward-thinking, you know, liberal, you know. Progressive. Progressive, you know, and generous-spirited, lovable sort of types versus those that were hanging on to the past and I guess uh, would vote conservative because they were fearful. Uh, they didn't like strangers. They didn't like different coloured skins. Don't races. like change. Don't yeah, like change, well. yeah. We fear change. Well, that path has been well-worn and it just gets more and more sort of trodden, I think, and I think we're in dangerous territory now with elections and COVID lockdowns and, and we know we talk about Pete Evans, we talk about uh, conspiracy theories, we talk about Huawei and 5G and uh, Bill Gates, what an evil man he is, you know, that sort of stuff, you know. And the Dragons have chosen a man that we nicknamed Tinfoil. <laughs> Mr. Anthony Griffin, step on in, you know. I mean, I'm looking for any change at all, I can tell you that as a Dragons who, who supporter. Who does Pete Evans follow in the, in the league? He's going to coach the Brisbane Broncos next year. Is that right? He's, he's right. the front runner. Oh, I, I, I thought that he was the Cronulla Hawks. Oh. No, no. And this is no, so this here we is, go from Peter Gentle to Peter Evans. And this is to do with this is, so this is what Volandis is going on yeah. about with the rugby league being yeah. vegetarians. He did his training at the uh, Byron Bay Wombats, right? That's right. He's moving upwards now. So, so Hook Griffin, Pedigree, Penrith, and Brisbane. Any perspective on him as a rugby league coach before we get? Because I think the political perspective is very interesting. Yeah. The, do we? I mean, we know the reason why he left uh, Brisbane. You know, the second coming, Wayne Bennett coming yes. back, and everything. Can't fight that. But I, I desperately want to know the true story of the Penrith departure. I mean, it's it's the sorry to bring rugby union up. David Nusafora at the Brumbies all those years ago, <laughs> yeah. teams screaming favourites, and six weeks out from the finals, ankle him, and they still win the title. It's like, well, it's the players. I want to know the reason. Like, you know, you talked about Apollo 13. I want to know the Area 51 story yes. about what happened up at Penrith. Was yes. it just that he was coaching and Gus didn't like that? Because Gus was the, the boss. But and that's, Gus is that's, like, you're in my kitchen. That's you follow too my recipe. simple. It's too simple. But it's too... That's, and yet the weird thing that's is... That's Occam's razor. <laughs> Come on. We could throw in the fact that the Dragons went, or Paul McGregor went to Gus Gould to get a report done, the report which we've never heard, never seen, never will be revealed. And, and which Gus said that, didn't actually happen. Yeah, and that Griffin name didn't seem to sort of float through that if there was such a fallout. The, the Gus review, he's now confirmed it was never a review. It was just a few conversations. But we can guarantee... Was it dialogue, Chris? So it would like Barnaby Joyce's flood review. A yeah, couple but... of text messages to <laughs> the Prime Minister. It was a ventilation of views. It was busy. Unlike the studio. And, and I think that uh, certainly Hook's name didn't come up, no. but I think the answer to the question that you ask is out there, Dave, X-Files style. So yeah. this, this battle is actually, we've seen, we talk about the polarity in society that concerns you, Stephen. Yeah. And th- this battle lines have been drawn on traditional uh, lines. So it's basically Murdoch versus nine. Yeah. So on Fox League last night, the likes of Kent, Roth, Phil, Hooper are saying, we welcome Anthony Griffin. It's a tremendous appointment. We've had him as a special guest host on Fox League for a number of years. Yeah. He'll have learned that it's not just about coaching. It's about handling the media and man management, dot, yeah. dot, dot. And they said other sections of the media have conducted a campaign against the gentleman. A couple of hours later on 100% footy, Andrew Webster from the Nine Media says yeah, yeah. Fox League has conducted a campaign against us for writing the story that, and Webster says, I've spoken to many Penrith identities, he was off, they were off him. They were off him. He says, I'm just telling the truth. Now, Danny Whitler's waded in 
And, and and he's with the nine camp. He is, and he's, they're the they're the they're the they're the, the liberal free thinking hippies, right? Uh, absolutely, Lattes he's the Pete like Evans. Yeah. He's the Pete Evans of rugby league media. Prosecco drinking, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> communists, communists, yeah. socialists. No, 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 no. Sorry, that, no, no, no. That's your lefty lynch mob of the ABC. <laughs> that's that's gone story. too far. <laughs> right, that's right. That's Dennis. No, and, and Stra- it, strangely sitting to my right, yeah. which is very yeah. unusual. All the way around. And Wyler's done an analytical piece in the Sun Herald on Sunday morning about. And social media activity, that and that I wasn't aware of, and I don't think that those that were reviewing in the process even asked for social media review, and yet that would suggest they're behind the times, well, a little backward. Well, first of all, in his social media account, he's liked tweets from Donald Trump, liked. Pauline. Pauline Hanson. Oh, no, Chris, don't uh, tell me uh, he's Mark likes Latham. Mark Latham. Oh, no, that's getting worse. And uh, a lot of Sky News as well. That's oh, right. Oh, no. Paul Murray. And <laughs> Late when, night with Sky. And two things that emerged in the article, Stephen, was, first of all, when questioned, he says, well, my daughter runs my social media account, so uh, there's that usual excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, wouldn't know what she put up there. And, and Dave will get you to comment on social media and so impact there an in rugby daughter? league in a moment. An actual Sorry? daughter? Well, we don't be, know a name. Could be a bot. <laughs> <laughs> could be a bot, yeah. And secondly, apparently the Dragons were well aware of his social media account, which is now disappeared, Dave, I understand. Well, I mean, look, the plot thickens here. Does Why did he leave Penrith? Where's the social media account? Show us the daughter. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. We're, we're going into the rabbit hole here. Like, I'm... I, I can feel my tinfoil hat forming yes. potentially from the wrapping and from a doughboy pizza. The, the long arms of... Vladimir Putin here. So, <laughs> so, so, well, no, no, sorry. Out of intelligence recently, is it China, Iran, or Russia? Or Which Korea. country is interfering North on behalf Korea. of them? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where we put the ultimate question to Gus, he says, Gus, what is Anthony Griffin like as a coach? And Gus goes, Well, I'm not prepared to comment. <laughs> He's got a wonderful family. I wish him all the best. Yeah. And he is the Stephen Bradbury of rugby league, isn't he? Absolutely. Everybody else falls around him, he just keeps hanging in there. And yeah. look, Let's face it, St George, prior to the merger with Illawarra, had a proud record in this area. I, mean, I think Ross May from the National Socialist was a big Don't you start. Uh, but, Stephen, does we it really... We one guy called Skull, and, and we're tainted for the rest of our lives. So, one... so assuming that Griffin is the right of Griffith, uh, yeah. Genghis Khan, but you win the comp in 2022, is it all worth it? Yes, it is. You bet it is. Winning is everything, isn't it? Well, Mark Latham is a major Dragons fan, you remember? So, yeah, you know. John Howard. I Johnny know. Howard. It's a array. I will counter with Brian Brown, you know, my good family. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, look, uh, once again, it's a mystery to me. You're, but you're over the moon about him becoming your coach. No, I'm over the moon about some change happening. I'm a, I'm a forward-thinking change person, first and foremost. So that's all that excites me at this point in time. And I'll give him the benefit of the doubt for about two weeks. And then look at the webpage, it'll be like, knives out. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be able so, to dig out your House Douse T-shirts and everything and see if you... Well, apparently Douse has been reorganised. He's coming back on the board, Chris. Yes, <laughs> on the St George side. <laughs> He's got a full circle somewhere. Mary I, as well? No the, doubt. Is Mary buried or is he he's back Cooper's in there? I, 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 spoke, I spoke to the dude last year who had those two wonderful banners, Fail Mary and Step Down McGregor. So he wasn't Barry, Barry Mary? No, it was Fail Mary and Step Down McGregor, which it still to me just sounds like a funk song from the 70s. <laughs> yeah. Step down, step down. Now, There's an Chris, article here from the Courier uh, Mail in 2011 that mentions Hook has two daughters. So there is corroborating evidence. Now, the Courier Mail is in News Limited. Okay. Oh, so it's on the internet, so it's true. Yeah, it's on the Courier Mail website. And if so I could say one, you know, if you're looking at sort of numbers and voodoo and stuff, you know, ten years ago we won with another Queenslander. Well, let's fa- let's face it. You've won one premiership in forty years with an outsider, and all these insiders, be they McGregor, Price, the Brown Polish, and your stats. It's not, no better. But, but one in twenty. But but there's a pattern in St George. It's a pattern of recurrent failure. 
I and would call it loyalty. And if it and if it involves bringing out a tinfoil hat to win a premiership, I yeah. can kind of see your argument. <laughs> yeah. The St. George will wear tin hats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get on board. Eh? You know, <laughs> big time. Now, look, uh, I went to the Gold Coast uh, not long back when there was that little window opened up where uh, Palaszczuk in, in – I think she was beholden by the magic of Freddie Fittler's twinkling eyes. Yes, right. She said, all right, we'll let you in. We'll let you in for a little while. I ducked up there, and uh, it's been at least 30 years since I've been to the Gold Coast. Massive changes, as you can imagine, Chris. And uh, uh, I have been to the stadium, but not actually the Gold Coast. And I went up there. Cavill Avenue was still where I first went there as a kid. Uh, there was a little offshoot road, and there must have been about half a dozen or a dozen nightclubs of various sorts. Uh, the Tipsy Pig was one that took my attention. Hollywood uh, Showgirls was another one, you know, Triple X uh, Ladies, all that sort of stuff, you know. I, I, went, to, I went to Sin City on a bus. Sin ride. City, did you? And I think I've mentioned this before. It's the great thing about a nightclub in the Gold Coast when they reopen. Yeah. It's the only place you can turn up at the front door where the security guys are and they go, how many in your party, boys? And we go, 28, and they go, come Beautiful on in. Come on in. Yeah, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> drink up, yeah. drink up. Uh, now, AFL can't even get an atrocity right, Chris. They tried. They broke the bubble. They've got a bubble too. Yes. They allowed our palaché. Ha, ha, ha. Let them in. Yes. What, a week later? Well, I mean, they've been up for a while, haven't they? But it was too – this is there's a team apparently called the Richmond Tigers. The Richmond Tigers. Which, which is a bit of a branding Cheap, issue. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what I love about these guys is their alliterative names. Callum Coleman-Jones. And then I would say we'd like this guy's name if Colin, he was – Coleman, did you say? Coleman. Uh, we'd like this guy if he was playing rugby league. Sydney Stack. What a great oh, name. Sydney Stack. Wow. Stacky. Yeah. And, of course, the media goes into meltdown, yeah. social media included. Two Richmond Tigers, Break Bubble, fight in a strip club. Break Bubble, get into an Uber, yep. go up to that offshoot street off Cavill Avenue. So, so if I may, there was a big pile on and it was stacks on the milk. Exactly. Oh! Absolutely. <laughs> Bang. Hollywood, Hollywood showgirls, it's like that. that is a rugby league atrocity writ large. Turns and out to be a false dawn. From, oh, yeah, no. from my experience, not one of those nightclubs, not one of those strip clubs were open. Of course not. They're not allowed to be open. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's what they always say on Media Watch, no fact-checking. Yeah. I mean, if you can't get New South Welshmen into the place, you can't open a strip club, for God's sake. So, so, so what's going on? So, so the, the AFL have turned up. They've, they've gone, okay, we're in Queensland. Let's just copy the NRL playbook, Manly, we need some press. Good the press. boardroom. Yeah. The boardroom in uh, no sunny Gladstone. Bill. No, they're yeah. just thinking boardroom in Gladstone. Manly went there. They had a fight. It was yeah. a strip club. This is great. This is what we need. And they've tried to copy it and they've failed. Was this at Warner World, maybe? They made a mock strip club at Warner World. <laughs> oh, and they filmed the whole thing. Fake stuff. Warner Movie World. Fake, fake Warner Movie World. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? So, what, what are you saying? Green Wasn't screen strippers. <laughs> right. I'm just. I'm just. Struggling to remember the director of Showgirls, but uh, th th it is... Oh, Paul Verhoeven. Be Be Paul Verhoeven, yeah, right. Yeah. It, is, it is regarded now as an absolute cult classic, that movie. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's what they did. Well, unfortunately, they, they couldn't find Warner's movie well because it was sort of out on uh, the Inland Highway. So they ended up at the fighting with a group of people at the kebab shop outside <laughs> the Tipsy Pig and the Showgirls. That's rugby league. That's Well, is it really? I mean... A rugby league atrocity would be full-on brawl in the strip club. It yeah, wouldn't yeah. be just out yeah. the front no, in front no. of a kebab shop. Stop over, on a head over a euros. Yeah. Fight a policeman. But glass, I mean, you, you, I, glass I, someone. I, glass somewhere. Yeah. But I, I blame the Queensland Premier because I dare say in Russ Hinz's days, yes. you know, all those periods back then. I mean, they the were. red the red carpet would have been rolled out, COVID oh. or not. Oh, Russ yeah. and Joe just would have said, you know, pre Fitzgerald inquiry days away <laughs> we go. Yes, Palaszczuk. No yeah. sayer. But no. I also think, look, I, I remember as a kid, you know, the sort of uh, the, the inland highways, Dennis knows the other family holiday up to the Gold Coast that my parents when we were a kid when I was a kid the entertainment we were taken to was to go and see 
Jesus Christ superstar at Seagulls Leagues Club. Wow. <laughs> and it was the Trevor we White that era. Last week, didn't we? As well. Yeah, we did. We yeah. did for the arrival of Sonny Bill. So, for us, it was just the chocolate coated banana at Big banana, exactly. Right? So, so mini putt putt. So therefore, why is that not being done by Anastasia Palaszczuk? About should she not be bringing a whole bunch of Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals yeah. back to yeah, entertain yeah. the players? Yeah, I mean, yeah. bit or of Starlight Express, Rugby League, the musical. Yes. Hello. And let's hear a song. Hello, from Anastasia. Dennis, Rugby League, Perfect. the musical. Oh shit! What are we going to play now? Yeah. <laughs> What's on there? Um, oh. oh, you know what? We'll play. Everyone loves a Queenslander. That Queensland's favourite son. Gordon Tallis, and I, I wrote this little tribute song to Gordon about a decade ago. Now this here is a song about a man you all know and his head's on every TV show. His name's Gordy. Gordy. He's not real quick and he's not real small, but he's as angry as he is bald. That's Gordy. Gordy. Queensland's real good, but he's not so fond of Hollywood. Hollywood Harrigan, that is. He don't like New South Wales fans. Hell, he'll take on everyone in the stands. That's Gordy. a great song of yours. Fantastic. <laughs> what was it again? <laughs> From Cats, right? <laughs> Rugby League, the musical, Dennis Carnahan. Come on down. Uh, look, um, I've just been reminiscing with the boys here about Mount Kosciuszko and Jordan Rapana and uh, <laughs> having a great old chinwag about all that stuff. <laughs> Rapana. And it sounds, it sounds so me. much better when you do emphasise. <laughs> Same as Monica. Yeah. yeah. The people talk about Manuka. No, no, Manuka. That's the Pakiha way of saying it. They always emphasize the first syllable. Do you so know what he's talking about? Manuka. <laughs> Is that some sort of honey? Uh, well, it's actually a flower. It was going to be the state flower of the state of New Zealand when New Zealand joined the Australian Federation both in 1901, then they decided against it. Then in 1913, they decided against it. So that was why it was going to be, you know, New South Wales state flower, the Waratah, the yeah. Tilopia. Yeah. And if you go to Canberra, you'll find around City Hill, around Parliament House, Sydney Avenue ends at Tilopia Park. Right. Um, Brisbane, uh, Perth Avenue ends at uh, what's it, Kangaroo, Kangaroo Park, which Kangaroo is Kangaroo Port. Port. Yes, right. Then you've got Wellington Avenue ended at Manuka, Manuka Oval, because Manuka was the state flower. Right. Wellington's the, cap- the state capital. Right. But then New Zealand didn't join the Federation, so they've renamed Wellington <laughs> Avenue. Canberra Avenue. Right, lovely. So I look, at, Sweet. Sweet. I look at Dennis and I think Floriad and yeah. I look at <laughs> and I look at Dave and I think Summer Nats. <laughs> can, I, can, I, You've got, can I just go, Dave, culture. You, were you born in Canberra? Born and raised, yes. Born, raised, born, okay. in, born in Canberra Hospital, Valet, what now school? no longer exists. Uh, Dar- I went to 
St. Matthew's College in Page, the alma mater of Paddy Mills of the San Antonio oh, Spurs. Yeah. But, but my high school, Darren Marlin, the alma mater of Matt Frawley, Cameroon's player, and Nick Curios. Nick Curios, right. What, what you, yeah, the, the, Hasn't the Eagle Boys stepped up the, up the, the, the game recently? Oh, he's oh, been fantastic. fantastic. Mate. He speaks for all quiet Australians. Where would I sit in, you know, like five years, 10 years, 30 years <laughs> detention mate. for. <laughs> mate, and yeah. also, but also doing his, his part time, uh, you know, car towing work outside the old Canberra Inn. As well, right. <laughs> See, I schooled at Dixon College just across the park from, yeah, from Darren well, Marlin, which is the alma mater of Troy Thompson, former Raider, <laughs> and a couple of others. So, yeah, I, I think was, I win. There was, a, there was a former union player, Stephen Larkham. Stephen Larkham, yes, but also... Uh, the rules, the rules, and, and you two like talk together. And there was That's also the rule, right? James Hurd from the AFL. There you go. Yeah. There's a big name. He yeah. was a Dixon College yeah, boy. I'm sure you're very proud of that one. <laughs> Curious being the voice of reason, reason in modern tennis right yes. now. I thought it was our kind host, the Batuta Advocate, the beautiful little thing they ran yesterday because, you know, Djokovic inadvertently hit the lines person with it. In the throat. And they said, <laughs> said unusual to see Novak Djokovic expressing a concern for someone with respiratory problems, <laughs> given his position on coronavirus. He's feeling sad <laughs> and yeah. empty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I may, my partner went to Swow, School Without Walls. Oh, Swow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, that, we, you never actually knew someone from Swow, but if you met them, you're like, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. What, what's up? I think man? the first yeah. activity my was Titans they, went, fans. they went to the creek and everybody was nude. That's how they roll down there. It is. And yeah. then sort of Narrabunda College was your arty types. You sort of future yep. Edmund yeah. Capons. A little, little space of Nimbin in Canberra. <laughs> so you're talking about yeah. a bunch of high school students so at school nude. Who? I can't see any problem with that <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Canberra, gee whiz, here yeah. we go. One day I'll talk about Warunga or Avalon or wherever I came from, but uh, we won't bore you with that right now. Now, look, um, there was uh, talk about 13 minutes that shook the world. There was literally one second that, that unraveled rugby league last weekend when Chad Townsend decided to project himself. Now, that was exocet, yep. not exit, right? That was exit. My question now, I want to run a book on who's going to say it. There is a phrase that's going to be said in uh, the next few minutes. I just want to see who says it. No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> not going to say it. Okay. I, I think I know it. where we're going with this. So, yeah. Now, that was a pretty, uh, I thought, pretty shocking moment. I mean, we were trying to protect players from, you know, head clashes. I mean, having said that, I still watched Tim Zoo recently bash somebody else's head, you know. <laughs> uh, and enjoyed it. But Ponga looked very relaxed, you know. He's just trotting up. And uh, as you said, the melon, it didn't quite get the full hit, but it certainly shook a number of... Uh, Degrees. So there was a lot of discussion about whether... So what happened was, of course, that uh, referee Cummins had sort of decided that they needed to restart the 20-minute restart, if that makes sense. <laughs> so he's blown the whistle, and what does Ponga do when the whistle is blown? Stops. Relaxes. Relaxes. And what is the worst thing you can do on a rugby league field? Relax. Relax. And Townsend was trying to do you know, something for the boys, lift the team, and there's a lot of concern about the following things. First of all, what was that object flying out and people was thought that his is it teeth? No, it no, was God. it was a piece of wadding from the earlier knock he got which right? broke yeah. his nose. So he just shoved up his nose wow. and just fell So out. the first thing we need to remember <laughs> that the broken nose from Caelan Ponga was not caused by Chad Townsend. Right. The second thing was was there contact melon on melon? No. And uh, both players denied it, but that's because they're maintaining the fiction because they're trying to protect the most important thing in this matter. Chad Townsend's haircut. Mm. So basically Townsend's hair yeah. contacted well, when, Ponga. Yeah, when Cummins come up, he just said, look, I've had enough. It's not even a mullet off. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> it Three it, weeks, it, minimum. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It's, not, they're, they're, it's not a mullet. They're cool racing stripes. Do you remember when he had a sort of a rockabilly, like, went up? You know, yeah. he sort of looked like some and sort of... And it was so firm. Yeah, Billy Fury It was like this style, microphone you know, thing. It was Eddie like Cochran, you yeah. know. And then he gets this little thing that comes forward like a hedgehog died. Look, I, it's I, just weird. Basically what Cummins was saying, you know, basically, basically all males, we're sick of you guys that have got fantastic hair. 
And he just conflated what was probably, you know, a report in the sim bin into a send-off, exacting revenge on Chad Townsend for being beautifully quaffed. Yes. Yeah, is and you know is? what? As somebody who doesn't have hair, I find it grossly insulting that you would insult other people without it yeah. by growing that kind of rage. <laughs> Honestly. And, and, and then yep. the Cronulla powers the beach. Chad goes, I want to fight this because it's three weeks off and we've got to drive to the finals. And the and and as and, if. and the Cronulla power brokers had a look and said, "No, what son? You can actually cop your punishment because we're sick yeah. of the hair as well." And don't be surprised if Townsend comes back freshly shaven yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. having learned his lesson. Yeah. He's not going to go to the kick our hairdresser. Well, they like for one. I'm dancing on their grave. See you later, Cronulla. <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, there was a statement. Of course, he did talk to the press ad nauseum, and he said, "I'm not a grub." It's not my go. Not my go. There it is. No, it's yeah, taken no, two no. minutes. It's taken two minutes. <laughs> Everyone take a drink. <laughs> we can relax now. We've done our business here. We've relaxed. You can't do that in and, rugby league. And he, in an online interview, well, it was actually he was you know, on a Zoom call. He apologised to the fans and his teammates, but not his family. Not his family, his partner, no. his kids. What about anybody? the kids? No. Because on the atrocity level... Yeah. Mid mid range, mid range. We don't have the meter here. I'll bring that. I'll bring that one in. I've got the coffee cup. I'll bring the coffee cup in. Now, Chris, we may have got it all wrong. Dennis, um, Dave, we, we we thought the the inspiration for this year for this the, the big lift in rugby league was uh, the overlord himself, PVL. Mm-hmm. In actual fact, the power behind the throne, the man of inspiration, the man that follows the lessons of Nelson Mandela, Andrew Abdo, is really the guiding light that has ignited the rugby league competition in 2020 when everything else failed for us. You know the old expression, Stephen, behind every great man there's an accountant. There is indeed. Yeah. Money or law, it's one yeah. or the other. Which side are you on? And, and Andrew Abdo, who's finally, though he did a little cameo on Q&A, which is on the ABC, which no one watches, so they wouldn't have seen it. Uh, he, he's actually emerged from the cocoon yesterday on NRL 360. And he's trying to not, you know, blow his own trumpet and come out all guns blazing as he eases himself into the role. He just simply wanted to say, I'm not a yes man and I'm not a rollover. In other words, PVL can't push me around. No. And he said, I'm pretty passionate and I'm pretty competitive. You might forget that's what Nelson Mandela said when he walked out of jail. I'm pretty passionate, (laughs) I'm pretty competitive and I'm pretty happy to be out. Well, Abdo, his first quote was a Nelson Mandela quote about the glory of sport, et cetera, et cetera. So he's been... Can I say he's sort of uh, yeah. keeping within his own lane right now? And you say he's pretty, pretty happy with the Cayman Islands uh, financial institutions. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he worked for Deloitte, was it? Deloitte. 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 The new name Deloitte. Yeah. As I said, yeah. a global organisation's campaign awareness has not really, awareness yeah. campaign not really yeah. uh, sheeting home. And of course, he also said, the transactions I conducted in Bermuda, I'm very comfortable with them. And you asked me what de- what defines a passionate accountant. I said it's someone who does, doesn't use pen, they use highlighter. Exactly. And I'm pretty excited, right, because as the chief accountant of rugby league and the NRL boss, they're cutting costs, right? So $80 million worth, right? Now, they've got a big... 50. Uh, 50. It's only 50. I thought it was 80. No, it's 50. Whatever. They're, they're not cutting the entertainment, though, are they? No, no. <laughs> L- last night, Abdo was interviewed because this was the first searing question asked by yeah. the Fox League panel. Okay, you've got to say $50 million. How are you going to do that? And we got a little bit of palaver. And then, of course, we know there's been two heads that have rolling. Liz? Lizzie Deegan. Liz Lizzie Deegan. Deegan. Corporate affairs manager at the NRL. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, Nick Weeks, uh, NRL atrocities, atrocities officer. Yes. Yep. Is, is he got a T-shirt yet in the cup? <laughs> <laughs> Trust me there. We should get a revised version just, with Nick Weeks just, on the... Just so you can relive the moment. And that saves about a million per year. So there's 49 million to go. So they said, well, come on. Come on, Andrew. It's Where's probably, the other 49 million? It's probably with the 999 million ratings that we haven't actually accounted for yet for the roof for Stunny <laughs> yeah. Williams 13 minutes. The, the night of a thousand cuts. What's happened, Chris? So he brought out his papers. He sort of did this with them on screen. He goes, 
We've done the research about the impact of game day music, particularly yeah. at the semifinals and grand finals. He yeah. said, as far as I can tell, DJing is just pressing buttons. <laughs> just pressing play on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Anyone could do that. Yeah. Highway to hell, out. Yeah. <laughs> there is no way you'll be hearing Earth, Wind and Fire as they pack a scrum at this year's grand final. They are slashing game day entertainment. And as Cam Munster said to the bin for the second time, yeah. we won't be getting hit, hit the road jack. Hit the road jack, yeah. And what about Mancini? He's out too. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I looked through the playlist and he was playing this band called The Ram Ones. That's right, yeah. The Ram Ones. Ram Ones. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, said, he said, Stephen Ferris, you can take an elephant walk. And how much is that worth to them? That saved about seven million. Seven yeah. million. Yeah. So they're well on the way. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Sad days ahead. Well, we talked about these split culture wars and who's on the left, who's on the right, who's conservative, who's not, tinfoils versus you know, freedom fighters. And you're telling me during the week that, that Fox and Nine are at war with each other. Is that right? They're always at a war News with each other. And, and the Griffin thing is the latest matter. Right, yeah. right. But it's also, it, it's an issue of... What kicked this off? <sighs> What's, who's, who's behind this? It's sort of, it's sort of like, it's like, uh, like the, old, the old dispute in the old former republics of Yugoslavia. It's just too... Yeah, it's, it goes like, back centuries. It's like Australia yeah. New Zealand. We're so similar, we fight yeah. each other, right? Like yeah. brothers, you yeah. know? Yeah. Fairfax, back yeah. Cats, back, dogs. Back, Trouble back, in the Balkans. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Same colours. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But basically it becomes uh, a war for talent and it's ah. commentators' war writ large. Ah. So who do you follow? Who do you listen to? Right, right. And, and Fox League seems to definitely have each year a target yeah. that people don't like. Yeah. Two years ago it would be Blocker Roach. Who you said reminds you very much of... Well, when I hear Cooper Cronk, I think it's Blocker Roach. Beautiful tone. I mean, let's face it, Golden Tonsil's not. And the content the same? No, no. No, no, Blo- no. It's, it's, a bit, it's a bit different for Cooper as opposed to Blocker. Like, Cooper actually has 26 letters in, yeah. in his alphabet as opposed to Blocker's 25. It- Talking, walking, thinking. Yes, yes, There's yeah. no G. <laughs> and anyway. also, the other day, it must. Have, I just can't remember which game. You can help me out here. Where the big men tire and the little men run. The fast men go. The slow men don't. It was. It was all about you. The big, slow, lumbering, or you're fast, quick, and small. And that was his analysis. That was the detail. That's all it was. So he doesn't uh, understand the bell curve the table, of There's no spectrum. <laughs> Why has not George Illawarra appointed blocker there, coach? He seems to know footy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then last year, of course, it was uh, it was manufactured commentator Matt Nabel, former first grader and esteemed actor. <laughs> yeah. And he just got. What does he play again? Cops. <laughs> Criminals. Oh, he's good as Anthony Parrish as Underbelly. Cops. Yeah, and he just copped a bucketing. He used to say found his front a lot um, in his commentary. So he's now doing these intersonine, um, if that's a word. Say that again. uh, (laughs) Intersonine. Uh, preambles promoting. Sometimes he only promotes one player. So I, I watched six minutes of Matt Nable doing this promo on Kalen Ponger, and I thought, well, they've got some searching one-on-one interview coming up. And I know it was Newcastle playing the Gold Coast, right? Yeah. And they're sort of Churchillian in their ambit and ambition. Yeah. So we've lost him as a commentator. So who do we all dislike now, boys? Well, I've always disliked him. Go on. Braith. Why? Balmain Braith. Sorry, Bondi Braith. I mean, Belmore Braith. Is that because you're a a doctor and you're jealous? (laughs) (laughs) He's just so superfluous. Yeah. Uh, Look, what, who's fat at the moment or what? what You're not a Braith fan? 
I'm, I'm kind of ambivalent about braids, to be completely honest. I mean, <clears throat> I, you know, I'm unfortunately married to a woman who talks about don't be negative about things. So I'm going to be negative about it. No, for me, it's it's blocker at the moment. I just, yeah, me too. It's, it's the, the double well, whammy of going, very thin. turning a Raiders game on, and potentially if it's against the Tigers, and it's like, I'm in for 80 minutes about he's going to whinge about the 89 grand final. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, did I bring up the 89 grand final? <laughs> I'm personally more than happy to hear and whinge about the 89 grand I could listen That's cool. To we can do an extended edition and I can go for three hours. And <laughs> so and so team is has to score next. Oh, have to score next. Can, can yeah. I just say two thousand? Uh, sorry, nineteen eighty nine is a long time ago. Nineteen ninety four is less time ago. Two thousand and five, oh, much more recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> so yeah, another no, year, Sorry, not, don't we want to talk about nineteen sixty nine? If we're going to oh, be technical in that yeah. situation, yeah, let's not confine <laughs> it just to the uh, game callers. What about the on air? Talent as well, so we could bring in uh, Vonnie. We could bring in. We all love Vonnie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, more Vonnie, more Megan yeah. Barnard, more Lara Pitt. Me- as far me- as I'm yeah. concerned, Megan like, Barnard is an emerging star. It is, but insightful, fantastic reporting. Great, you know, yeah. actually having them like Kelly Underwood um, yeah. back in the AFL in the same way. Like sort of having and, the, having those women involved in the commentary is is a preference. Who are those four men that sit around a table? Oh, the NRL three six. Yep. Rolls. You got Buzz, buzz. you got Hoops, you got Kenny. <laughs> yeah, uh, Reedy occasionally. By the way, can I just simply say, um, you know how we all reminisce about our childhood and like Fredo Frogs were bigger and there were more chips in the packet? <laughs> Channel 9's got this habit on the Sunday footy show now of getting the four, the four Sturlow and the three journos yeah. for inside the 10 and starting the clock at eight minutes. You're not even getting 10 minutes anymore. <laughs> you have a look next time. Well, that, that is six, a rip-off. 60 Sorry, that... minutes runs for 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. remember the, the, the packets used to be full, the chip packets. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Like three that's right. Yeah. Oh, it's so cynical. <laughs> well, that's that's media cost-cutting. I don't know what to tell you about that. <laughs> your boy Mick Ennis is pretty good, I think, because he's yeah, your M- boy. Mick Ennis I, I, has a touch of the, for those who follow NFL, like a touch of the Tony Romos about him. Yeah, um, right. You know, his ability to predict, same with Cooper Cronk. Um, you know, and, and I'm not so sure about Cooper Cronk. Why is that? Because... I, I find he's he struggles so hard to try and put big words in that he kind of gets lost. Yes, yes. I think to, it's maybe the nose is part of the problem. Part but of he's, he's trying to sound like Jane Austen, and, <laughs> he, and you can't get a Jane Austen speech out quickly. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say to wrap this up, uh, this stiff competition though. You say these two uh, News Corp and, and yes. Nine are battling it out against each other, big media warfare. Huge. <laughs> Never, happened before. Never happened before. Never happened before. Hang on. Creeping up, of course, is Friday mornings. Yes, on the Radio Wars. What's the battle there, Chris? So I, I have a look at Dave, who we really enjoyed having on Quiet Australia today, and I look at Dennis, who was here. And, Did you um, enjoy that? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I look at both of you and you go, you're 2CH listeners. You, you like your easy listening. You don't want to be challenged musically. Yeah. Well, I've got oh, bad news for you guys. Huge Bob Rogers fan. Right. Rogers, the, the perennial Bob Rogers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got bad news for you boys. 2CH is off the radio dial in a few weeks. It's going to go digital only. There's 20,000 of you apparently and the little uh, station that could from Melbourne, I think it stands, the acronym SEN stands for Sports Entertainment Network, I think. Okay, they're, br- they're branching out into rugby league. They've acquired... Who's the talent? 1107, the talent, Vossi. 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 Uh, uh, the NRL journos. And, Katie... and let's say happy birthday to Vossi for yesterday. Yeah, Katie Brown. Oh, happy that. birthday. Happy Katie, birthday, Katie, Vossi. Katie, <laughs> yeah, Katie Brown from NRL. Katie Brown from NRL. Katie Brown, who, if I dare say, comes with enormous raps. Right. Joel Kane. Sugar. Our very good mate, Jimmy Smith. Yep. Joel Kane, who was, of course, did he play 2005, I believe? Gee, they've, done a, they've, they've done a Rupert Murdoch. Jimmy Smith. Scooped up the talent. Jimmy Smith, who's so, so big fan of the show. But they've announced a huge queue just oh, yeah. recently, Stephen. Oh, and it's Friday morning. Friday morning, 9 to 12. Is he got some guts, has he? Matty Johns. Matty Johns is going up against Fire Up. 
He's going up against Fire wow. Up. So, so How dare him. The media you, let him try. <laughs> I mean, it's craziness yeah. on SEN's part. Yeah. And they really should give us a gig because it, it's, it's a classic pincer movement. Because you've got fire up coming at Maddie from That's one the angle. That's right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, 19, 14, 218. <laughs> and on the other angle, you've got, you know, the old Ottoman Empire himself, Ray Hadley. Yes. And Hadley <laughs> says, yeah. if Johns gets within 10 ratings points of me, I'll retire. All right. If it, because we'll be sucking listeners away from Maddie Johns, I'm prepared to do a deal with SEN Radio. This, this is like the Liberal National Party. Correct. Like the Greens should do with the Labour you know, Party. Right? Split, <laughs> splitting <laughs> the votes. We splitting are the, the votes. Right? Right. So we're going to stick with. Maddie Johns. I've been speaking to you know, the likes of Doug Anthony and, uh, uh, and, and saying we are prepared yeah. to go off the air to give our preference listeners to Maddie Johns. Yes, yes, yes. If that galvanises ten points. less than 10 rating points, goodbye, yes. Ray Hadley. That would be wonderful. Wow. Because we've outlasted many, haven't we, Chris? Yeah, it, 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 it would be our parting legacies. It would be my legacies. Machiavelli has nothing on you two. <laughs> <laughs> and on that wonderful note, that beautiful rugby league note, uh, I live in with no hope whatsoever. Chris, you're still fighting to stay alive? Oh, I can walk you through it, but I won't. But, yes, no. all we need this weekend, Warriors beat Sharks, we beat the Rabbits. Hello, Redfern Pat. <laughs> and we keep on living. Okay. Dennis, Dave, thanks for coming. Great album. We'll have a full-blown 12-inch uh, version next week to show everybody. Sure. Okie dokie. See you, Chris. Goodbye, Stephen. Bye-bye.